0: You're listening to 92.9 FM, KPCR-LP, Santa Cruz.
1: Hi, my name is Scott Weintraub, and you're listening to Drinks with Tony. Get on the Drinks with Tony show,
0: yeah. You're listening to Drinks with Tony. I'm your host, Tony Duchesne. Today on the show, we have Scott Weintraub. He's the co-author of Back to the Body, infusing physical life into characters in theater and film. Scott, how are you? I'm
1: so happy to be here. I'm excited to talk about the book and the work. And even before we go, I want to credit my co-writer Jean-Louis Rodrigue, because he is uh, not here, but I am. And uh, it's a uh, it
0: was a partnership. It was a labor of like, a labor of love. <laughs> How, how do you how do you approach co-writing a book? What, what does it take to? I mean, are you guys working together, or you're, or are you going? Hey, you take that part. I'll take this part. You see what you think. Of no, mine? we
1: work together, and uh, uh, apparently, it's well. It's hard to write a book.
0: Uh, oh yeah, and it isn't
1: only, it? <laughs> it only <laughs> you, took people us don't realize 10 years. It. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it took us. It took us ten years, mm-hmm. and for one thing, we kept adding stuff to it and going back and looking at it. But uh, we, so much of the work that we both do as directors and acting teachers is, and with the Alexander technique, which Jean Louis is a master of, it's it's very verbal and it's also very physical, and a lot of the exercises, which we call explorations in the book, because exercises sounds very regimented and scary. Uh, It's very physical and verbal, and it was hard. How can we make it so when someone reads this, they can do it and understand what they're doing, and it's not uh, complex and scary. So uh, we did a lot of, it was hard to try to make it. We didn't want it to be a textbook it is a book for actors it's a book for professional actors journeyman actors beginning actors and just for uh uh you know regular people too anyone my son who uh, uh is, a, is a great writer as well he because we were trying to say it's for actors it's for public speakers and singers it's for everyone the butcher the baker the ca- so how can you do it? it's like Anyone who has a story to tell, and in these days of Zoom, that's all of us. So, anyone who is trying to communicate this uh, this book, well, it all starts with the body and physicality. So, that's and, what we did.
0: And it's interesting because I do think everyone can benefit from um, learning. Not even if they don't want to be an actor, because I don't want to be an actor. And I've taken improv classes and clowning classes because I'm a writer and it gets me out of my head and I get to play and have fun. And then all of a sudden you realize your body's an instrument. Wait. And it's so, it's so kind of glory. You know, I'm on the outskirts of it where I've just done these, you know, some classes here and there, but it's, it's always created so many uh, feelings in me as well as just a respect for the craft and i think these are these like books like this are must reads for screenwriters because that i love seeing how an actor should break down their character when they read a script that just that fascinates me to no end cuz i'm half thinking about that when i'm writing but i'm mostly not thinking about that when i'm writing i'm trying to just write great characters and great character arcs and Just get everything like get all the conflict and get these characters in and out of conflict and see what they do and see and then by the time it gets to an actor they have they're taking it in as gospel and then bringing their whole story into it and it's just it's beyond the lovely i i adore that
1: well and then it, it shows you that what you finally see in a movie or in a play is greater than the sum of its parts and the yeah. book great for writers great for directors yeah. for designers anyone because it gives you an awareness and and the way the book is structured it starts out just before we talk about dialogue before we even talk about a scene partner it's you in the space because everything that happens is you and your body, which connects to your voice, which connects to your intention, which connects to the material. It's all these things coming together. And uh, yeah, it's very exciting. And I think it is, it's great for uh, everyone. As far as I was teaching, uh, I taught for years at uh, Crossroads School in Santa Monica uh, Theatre and i started out in the upper school and then i started working in the middle school then i started working in the elementary school so i'm working with kids from kindergarten up through 12th grade and the very first thing is what are the tools of the actor and the premise is we can agree that every job you need a different tool to do the work i'm a carpenter I need a hammer. I need a saw. I need a drill. Okay, I'm a chef. What are the tools I need to do my work? I need a chef's knife and a mixing bowl and a spatula. I'm an actor. I'm going to work. What do I need? And it's a trick question. It's the the tools of the actor are the self. Your self is made up of four things. There's a lot of other things too, but there's four things. Your voice, your body, your mind, and your heart—your heart, your soul, your spirit—whatever makes you who you are—and you use those four things: voice, body, mind, and heart—in conjunction, or sometimes separately, if you're a mime—and you can create
0: wonder. It's uh, it's great. Yeah, the it- material. I know it's so. funny is even how we walk through life, and this, that just fascinates me to no end. As I keep reading like psychology books and all that, where it's just like how we present ourselves, how we walk, how we walk into certain situations, how like it, 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 if and 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 my old improv teacher from like twenty years ago, they had us do homework where status homework where it's like they were like don't use your friends on this because you don't want to lose your friends. But, but you know, when you, when you go to like a a coffee shop or something, try high status and see how the person reacts to you and how they'll shift to low status naturally, and then go in and try low status work and see how they'll shift to high status naturally, and it's just so strange that 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 we're so it's it's all kind of innate in all of us. And this is and I teach screenwriting too, so I'm banging on my students. I'm like, you know, who's got high status? Who has low status in the scene? Where are they at? You know, because if they both have the same status and everyone's agreeable, it's not a scene. But, um, but in real life, oh, oh you, are you saying that you need to have conflict
1: in order for there to be some sort of drama? Exactly. There's an exercise. There's an exercise in the book, uh, Top Dog Underdog. So, yeah. we, 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 I'm going to be the one. I'm the top dog. Then you're the underdog, and then we switch. And you always need to figure out who who are, are we in the scene who is this person who are they to me who are they in their in their regular world i mean it's all and and again it's physicality you see someone walk into a room and you're going to sometimes go, oh, wow he's a go getter or oh look at that guy he's really depressed and it's how we you know how we project uh, who we are and what we're doing it is I'm, a, I'm a
0: depressed go-getter.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: They're like, wow, I'm, he, I'm bitter. he's bitter. <laughs> I'm bitter, but caring. <laughs> <laughs> but it, and the, but there's so much truth to that because we're complex as human beings. So we we inhabit all of these things, and then it's like it's our formula of what of, of what all of these emotions are, and then kind of like now, how do we? bring all of you know and i'm not talking about uh people getting i'm talking about just walking down the street and walking into a store we're not we're not actively thinking usually how am i presenting myself but if we are thinking how how are we presenting ourselves and looking at how other people are presenting themselves it's really fun because everybody's doing it everybody's doing it unless it's scary
1: when are we thinking of that we're thinking about that when we're going in for an audition or when we're applying for a job or when we're meeting someone for the uh first time you know it's it's like I, I hope he I hope he likes me I hope they like me I hope they don't yeah
0: yeah <laughs> we we have such a, and that's that's interesting because we have such an inert inert need to be liked I, I that, that that's such a human thing and even people who say oh i don't care if they don't like me um those are usually the ones that care even more i would think
1: i i think that's definitely true i mean i mean i want that's...
0: you to like me like the minute we uh, the minute we start i was like you know the, uh, now that i th- n- not that i was thinking about it like at the time but now reflecting on it it's just like when we first started we had like instant camaraderie of course before we started recording but then it's just like i want you to like me you know, I want to be cool. <laughs> it's, it's
1: like, yeah, it's And also, once you say, "Hey, wait, this person's on. oh, I, I can like this, but oh, look, we're, and then, that's gone. That 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 whole thing is 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 gone. I can I can dislike someone just by hearing their name. I don't need to meet them. I can hear someone's name. So, oh, I don't I don't think I'm I'm going to like them. And I don't want to. I'm going to use an example. Well. I can say it because if someone whose name is this, it's, it's, they can win me over eventually. I had a thing about, I don't like someone named uh, uh, Glenn. Or, or Todd those are two and and I went to this uh, Shakespeare intensive at Oxford years ago and I met this guy and I re- we really connected and and I there were so many people I met and I didn't catch his name and I thought his name was was uh, Glenn and it's like, oh God, I really like this guy. We could hang out for the whole week but I don't think I can it turned out his name was Stephen. I like a Stephen, <laughs> And then it turned out that this guy who was relatively, you know, irritating, his name was Glenn. So it, it worked out. And then Stephen and I found out, oh, we know people from 20 years ago. And we were really connected, so.
0: Can you can you but pin that. back to when like a name like Len kind of like went, ugh, cause cause I think I have those names too, and I think I can I can trace them back to sometimes like even if I was in like fourth grade or something and and a guy named Paul you know, used to like uh, pick on me. And so like so, if someone's name is Paul, I think at first I'm a little bit like, uh. You know, it's just like I got. Put another my Another Yeah, yeah. Here come. Another
1: call. Here come all like, the calls. How balls. many calls am I going to have in my life? <laughs> no, I don't, I don't remember where my my Glenn uh, my Glenn thing came from. I don't know. Maybe it's it's. I'm okay with two letters in a name uh but as long as they're in the middle of a, of a word g l e n n it, it just it seems wrong to me oh yeah but, yeah uh, that, that, yeah
0: and i mean the parents just have to be you know absolute masochists to name their kid glenn
1: well i have issues with with all names in a way only because when i was i was teaching and the specialist music and drama and science and we would see the kids once a week so i would have you know, like fifteen kids back to back to forty-five minutes. I taught two hundred children a week, which seems like a lot to me now. And I, you only see them once a week. You, can't I couldn't. I'd learn all their names on the first day, and then I, 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 I would forget them, and it was really a struggle. And then as I got older, then I'd remember even less. And I was trying to figure out what should I call the kids when I when I don't remember their name. And I I don't want to say, you know, buddy or or sweetheart. Of course, now you'd lose your job. Come here, sweetheart. Come here. So uh, (laughs) sit on my my lap, sweetheart. (laughs) Call them. No, he said, call them friend. Oh, come here, friend. Now, friend in this. uh, No, no, not you. The other friend. Anyway, I thought they didn't notice. And, and one one day I said, okay, uh, Cassandra, come over here. And she said, you said my name. And I went, oh, God, <laughs> they did know. Scott has no idea who we are. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's the whole thing about that school is every child is special and individual. And we see the children. Only Scott doesn't know who they are.
0: Yeah. It, it's... uh. <laughs> Yeah. Names are names are so hard, especially when you're dealing with students and students are coming in and out every quarter. And it's just, all of a sudden it's just like, yeah, a friend is good. Friend is really good. But then I, you know, if if I was like on a date or something and I just, and friend kept coming up and I'd be like, Hey friend, why don't we, you know, we make out. And she'd be like, and that's not, that's not how we're making out. It's not going (laughs) to, you know, I was romantically attracted to you two seconds ago until you said, Hey friend. (laughs) friend <laughs> <laughs> so what so what God. came what uh what came first for you was was it uh, in your life like did you what what was the bug was it acting was it was it uh, like what what angle of the storytelling process was really that you sunk into
1: uh I think it was uh, uh growing it started out uh born in New York City uh, 11 years old, moved to Santa Barbara, California, which was a culture shock beyond my, you know, wildest nightmares. I mean, also it was so quiet, you know, it was, I, I couldn't sleep. There were no, you know, fire engines or shootings beneath my window or, and mm-hmm. everyone in Santa Barbara was a surfer and a jock. And, uh, I at PS 166 where I went to school. So moved at 6th grade was my first year in Santa Barbara. Which and is
0: brutal because at, that's an important age when you're when you're dropped into a bunch of another other 11-year-olds that's you're stirring up a whole new set of conflict for yourself right there. I had a crew cut and at my
1: school uh, in New York we had to wear a uh, tie every day, a little bow tie, even though it was a public school. Wednesdays it was a white shirt and a red necktie. So I knew, wait, California, I can let my hair down. So all I did was not wear the tie. I still had my my button-up shirt buttoned all the way up here, and I had this hideous New York accent. And the kids would say, "Hey, Scott, what does D O G spell?" And I go, <laughs> dog he said (laughs) he says dog it's dog anyway and i couldn't play sports and i was so uncool and i found that if i cracked wise with the teacher they would laugh and then once i got into seventh grade then i found theater and i just loved the idea perhaps because no one liked me then as i was oh, I can be different people. There's that uh, great Kurt Vonnegut story. There was a a little short film made, uh, 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 Who Am I This Time? It was with Susan Sarandon and Christopher Walken. And it was where they were only really alive when they were playing other parts. I I realized the first lead I had was playing Harold Hill and the Music Man in ninth grade. And it was on opening night I got a standing ovation and I swear it was my first out of body experience without drugs. And it was, they, the audience stood up and I just felt my heart up in the grid up in the rafters at the, it was like, this is what I'm going to do with my life. And in Santa Barbara at the time, it was this incredible theater community, incredible uh, level of not just talent but that's where i learned that it's not just oh you learn the lines say them with expression and maybe have a character it was the lights it was the sets it was the costumes i remember in high school how am i going to grow am i going to grow a beard am i going to shave my head what am i what can i do to make myself seem like character so for me character was king uh early on and i i had the um Studied. Uh, there were some of us who got to study with uh, the great actor Bradford Dillman, who taught, you know, some high school kids, you got in this class. And so i started doing I was doing animal work with Bradford Dillman in uh, uh, like 1971, 72. Wow. And Jean-Louis was doing animal work in New York. So it was like uh, uh you know it was kismet that we we ended up uh, meeting each other
0: and how so did you, the, how did you oh, meet each other
1: uh my wife's sister once we moved out uh, back from back east uh moved to back to california eh, <laughs> my wife had some physical issues her her sister was doing Alexander Technique and said, you got to meet this guy. There's a guy named Jean-Louis Rodrigue. He'll help you because it's all about the best use of your body and lengthening and widening and ease. And so then I met him and worked with him. Then I started sending students to him. Then he came to Crossroads and worked with me in a couple of shows. And we just sort of had this this sort of cosmic alchemy when we work together cuz both of us are just uh you know there's there's lunacy in in creating art and there's chaos and it's you know taking risk what if we did this what if you know and and that's uh we started working together and then he had started to write a book and he said oh let's do it together so uh the the gestation of the book was we noticed and I'm sure you've noticed a lot on in plays but mostly television and film it was this faux naturalism where people are like you know sunken down and they're they're muttering and oh if i move or have any sort of dynamic thing going on then it doesn't seem real well it's theater be big you're playing a character go you know so everyone uh, the, the original title of the book was resurrection of the actor which sounded a little pretentious to us it's, it's kind like, of biblical wait, saying, i kind of dig that <laughs> yeah is it are we saying the actor is dead or are we gonna like <laughs> you live it's by frankenstein he lives the actor is alive so uh back to the body is is uh uh it says it and it's uh and it's just it really is sort of we feel it's like good for the planet. It's one of those things oh, yeah. Where people connect with their bodies. And again, this is a true story. Kids nowadays, they everyone is slumped over. It's you know, yeah. the death of imagination was begot by video games. The the death of conversation is the phones. And true story, it was like two fourth grade kids. And hey, come over to my house, we'll play. And they go, what, what do you want to do? You want to play baseball or tennis? Let's play tennis. And they're <laughs> playing in the, <laughs> fitness, playing the video, wearing the yeah.
0: backpacks and being pulled yeah. down. It's- but it's and it's just such a shame because playing games together, it's um it's it's lovely, even you know, it's lovely all the time, like even acting games or even just playing sports uh with friends because. We get to see how we win and how we lose. And there's stakes in how we react to how Thank we you. lose exactly. and how we win. And the nobody gets to have those stakes when they're behind a screen. All of a sudden, they can be a brat when they lose and they could be, you know, totally gloating when they win. But when you're when you're there competing with another person. And, and you 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 can you're you're brought yourself into this contract and so it's it's the emotions right there and it's just a beautiful thing to like have humility when you win and um and also have like some oh crap I lost and I could have done this better and that better and it's it's good to feel like a loser and it's good to feel like a winner those are important qualities you which know? bring Brings us to the one
1: thing that children have not learned wh- how what to cope with and this is a big part of life and being bored is okay we don't yeah. not we don't have to constantly have something to do and to look at it's okay oh i have nothing to do oh i'll draw a picture oh i'll, I'll what's that thing called when you oh read a book yeah you know it's uh, People don't, everything is like that. How many times have you been at someone's house and you look up and you realize, oh, there's three of us here and we're all on our phones. And the only time we're going to relate to each other is that, look at, look at this baby with this cat. Look at
0: what <laughs> this is. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
1: Is, oh, I've seen that one. Oh, I've yeah. seen it. On, oh, what else God. See, but, the uh, art this... of
0: conversation, man. It's... it's... Yeah. And then, but that brings us also back to movies and plays where we, we need stories. It's, it's so funny how us humans need stories reenacted in front of us and how important that is for other people to do all the storytelling for us. And then we can go out with our friends after and go, well, you know what? I think of that story. And then all of a sudden we may have some morality, um, actual conversations about the morality of the protagonist or the antagonist and we, and it not that anyone's thinking about that, but they're at the restaurant going, "Oh yeah, you know that Joker guy, man. I just didn't like him. You know why?" And it, it's it's all this. It's story compounding, a story compounding story, and that's what I love. It's just everything is story, and that's the end of it. It's
1: there. It's that's like, my aunt, that's the T-shirt. There you go. We're going to make a fortune now. That's <laughs> it. Everything his story and that's the end of it. it I'll get is, I'll get the dot
0: .com right now and everyone can go buy it for $150 a piece. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I just I love I love
1: telling stories, I love hearing stories and uh it's yeah, it's it's a it's a great thing and Also, as far as when after you see the movie or the play and you're talking about it and someone says, oh, my God, I really troubled me because it reminded me something like that happened to me. Or, you know, you say, wait, well, that could never happen. It's like, well, yeah, it could. You know, there's nothing like a a good movie. There's nothing like a great story. And and some of the performances we're seeing... uh, uh, we went and saw Maestro, the uh, the Bernstein thing. I can't wait to see that. It's, it's, I got it on my calendar, yeah. I, have you, You've seen the preview, though. It's like you're looking at it and going, oh, my God, what am I seeing? What am I seeing? Yeah. And the amazing thing, I, I thought something was wrong, is they shot, I mean, we're not talking about, you know, IMAX or Cinerama or even it's it's like the square what is what is the ratio it was like a square like an old movie it wasn't huh. and, you know part of it is in black and white and then it becomes color is it like, oh and now they're going to open it up and it'll be widescreen and it wasn't so it was it was really interesting but they the performances of of uh the two of them both of them yeah. were just it's just ridiculous it's like what how can someone do this and and that's the other thing we well, i think the first one we all remember was oh my god de niro gained like 45 pounds to play jake lamada oh my god and then everyone says oh i'm gonna gain i'm gonna look no i'm gonna lose 75 pounds so i have to like you know so i look like i'm i'm dying well or you could act anyway yeah
0: yeah there you go uh, (laughs)
1: <laughs> the thing of learning I'm gonna be play this this archetype or this skill. The fact that Bradley Cooper worked six years, so he didn't he didn't want to be like, So, how do you conduct? You move your arms, or even just study conducting. Yeah. I want to conduct like Bernstein. And it is a six-minute sequence of him conducting and it's like it's real it's real i can't wait so, to see it
0: they were they were showing they had a you know all the award screenings are hitting us now and they had one where he was going to be speaking with the the lead actress is going to be there too and i tried to rsvp I like, i got the email and like four minutes later i tried to rsvp and it's like screening full and i'm like oh well, i really like him be. though he,
1: he always I, does good work there, there's yeah. several Like, you know what Someone, it's so sad to me that, you know, Gene Hackman is still alive, but he stopped. He said, you know what, yeah. I'm done. But you can think of his career, and he was in some bad movies, but he was always good in them. Yeah, You will never see bad perform. There are some actors, it's like, what am I doing? How am I going to do, what can I do to make it real? It's uh, yeah, it's and something. it's
0: what, what blows me away. I have less, I have less uh film experience than you, but it's wait when, when when like when a film is being made, so often that they're not sure of the outcome, they're not sure if this, this is the one that gets a word of mouth or big, you know, it could even be a big star in it and it could dump, but as they're filming, they don't know what the outcome is, and I or I don't know, or maybe maybe they feel it. Do they is can they feel it on set that the outcome is? Possibly not going to work, or
1: well, it's just like that. There's two things that 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 I, I can speak to. That one, when you are in a performance, when you are acting, you don't know if you're good in that moment or not and the worst thing you can do is be watching yourself because if you're saying okay wait did that that moment went pretty good oh this is where i get sad this right, i'm going to i'm going to clench my if you're doing that you're not in the moment you're not playing the action you're not in the story and actors don't know i've been in in plays where i come off and it was like god i was I was amazing tonight. The stage manager came up and said, Where were you, man? What was going on? Talk about (laughs) what? No, I was. Yeah, Yeah, true story. I was. It was again, I told you in Santa Barbara the work that we did. And uh, um, so I was in a production of a Jean Girardoux play, Ondine. I was a knight. It was a a great, uh, bizarre play. And. I was sick one night and I had like a 103 degrees of fever and I barely got through the play. The thing is if you're if you're sick or if you're really tired, you often do your best work because you're just going and you're not thinking, uh, but you're just you're just trying to get through it. And I came backstage and in Santa Barbara, this is uh, Eva Marie Saint. The a great actress and her husband came backstage and and said, Scott, you were, and I was kind of holding on to a pole so I didn't fall <laughs> down because I said, you, you remind us of a young Richard Burton. And it was like, <laughs> yeah. so no, you don't know. And the great story of making a movie, it's just as hard to make a bad movie is a good movie you're doing all right. the work and you have everything happening and it was when the, they wrapped uh, Godfather and and Coppola was was like you know i don't oh, god i don't know what i have i don't know if this is any good this is and he was telling people it's like don't ever make a movie like this i would, you don't know i mean yeah. i think it's good i think it, well you know it's just like when you you write a book It's really the editing, same thing with a movie, same thing when you're creating a play. If you do a world premiere play and it's like, oh, this isn't work. Oh, take this scene out. Oh, here's new pages, and it's you know, it's building it as you go. I I just love how how organic and spontaneous the whole process of creating any kind of uh, art can be. So
0: and I've 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 found Yeah, I found with with what I do, which is more novel these days, I found be be present for the process and the outcome is just going to be the outcome. I do have to do work on getting the outcome, like, you know, submit and query people to if they want to publish it. And which is like, you know, I'm just like, I'd rather just write a novel than do that work. But, you know, I'm not there yet. So uh But at the same time, even when I've had great uh, successes and I've had, you know, lots of an audience show up and it was, I felt like it was, I felt so like high beyond belief and I felt like a God. And then the next morning I'm just like so depressed and it's just like, oh, you know what? Because the outcome's cool, but the process is everything because I got the process tomorrow no matter what, even if it's great or even if it's terrible. Tomorrow I show up for the, for what I'm working on next. And that kind of really set my head straight and kind of, that's where I got my, you know, that's where I got all my humility. No, that's where I got humbled. I got (laughs) kind of, you get kind of humbled and go, wait a second. Why is no one coming up to me on the street and saying, you know, oh yeah, that's because you're a flash in the pan for about a day, you know?
1: (laughs) Well, it's that that whole thing about leaving it all out there. I'm going to go and I'm going to do what I can and try to make this work. And maybe it will. And, and, uh, Maybe it won't. At, at the risk of telling a story you may have heard before, and I, I tell it all the time, but it's a it's a great story. One of my my earliest proteges was Jack Black, and in uh, um, he was I met him. He was like sixteen. I think he's seventeen years old. We were doing Brex, The Caucasian Shock Circle, which most high schools don't do. But it he was this this judge, and he was great. He was funny and he was heartbreaking he was just amazing and uh the night before we opened he called me and he said I I I I can't do it I can't do it I can't I can't I can't do the play I can't I'm freaking out I can't do the play I'm sorry I'm sorry and it's like okay all right no no problem not a problem obviously it's a huge problem but (laughs) not a problem I understand you know we don't you don't have to do the cancel the play, it's fine. But uh meet me at uh, uh we met at Ray's Diner the next the next day for uh, breakfast. So I say, what's going on? He's I just can't. I'm sorry. I said, listen, listen, it doesn't matter what happens. It doesn't matter. It really doesn't. I mean, that's the great thing. Maybe it'll be amazing, maybe it'll be horrible, but it's it's the experience, and you do it and That's the great thing about live theater. Is it going to play? Is it going to work? Are they going to get it? It's just, just do it and do what you've been doing. I mean, you've been just great in rehearsals. You're just, you know, killing it. And and it doesn't matter if it's, you know, what's the worst thing that will happen? It's like, wow, that was horrible. Yeah, it was. I thought it was going to be good, but turned out we weren't good at it. And, And he went, okay. And he was great. He was great. And to this day, we still, we st- we're still we we still connected. And to this day, he uses that in his life where he'll turn something down to say, no, I don't want to do it. And then he'll say, wait a minute. Am I saying that just because I'm scared and I don't want it to, to screw it up or it'll be a, or do I really think, oh, I don't want to do this. So it's a, it's a great way to look at it that because we've all been in that situation, I mean, where, you know, you do this things like, this is amazing, and then you look at it the next day, and it's like, well, this is contrived and pedantic. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, and that's, I so, think that's the, it, it just shows, you know, that he's a creative person, because... I, you know, know, what else comes with this creativity? Well, what sensitivity, empathy? Where we're we're trying to we're getting into all these, you know, we're getting into. Uh, emotions and kind of you know dark characters or character very vulnerable that are all kind of taken from within inside of us. It's like you, even my therapist says she's like, "Where are you at in your book and what are you writing about now?" And I'm like, "I'm not telling you because you're going to tell me that's what I'm going through my life right now and it's going to mess up my whole creative thing." So no, <laughs> you get to read the book at the end, you know. <laughs> it's like,
1: well, it's that whole thing, and this is something that we are doomed as humans who have a brain and think about the future and think about the past and think about it's so look come on it was a uh I'm I think I'm far older than you but a child of the 60s and 70s I mean we used to be here now and yeah it's so hard to be here now when you're thinking you know what's going to happen and 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 what should i do and and did i it's uh yeah it's it's something it is something.
0: Yeah. No, I even have a um, I got this, uh this beautiful uh, teaching uh, gig, online teaching gig that I have to drive to Pasadena for on Wednesday, but my car is starting to have some really bad troubles and I'm just sitting there going, oh man. So I'm like, I'm like, what do I do? And I hate taking public transit. And I'm like, I might have to jump. I might have to take public transit from East Hollywood to Pasadena. It's going to be an hour and a half. And then I have to get on camera and pretend like I haven't been stressed out on Metro for an hour and a half to get there. And it's just, and I've been, I've been having that anxiety just now I'm bringing in the car to the mechanic in the morning and they'll probably tell me, you know, this is going to make a great paperweight for a Godzilla. I don't know, but, or, the, or we can fix it, but um, it's just, it's and that's, and that's, and there we go. There's the, there's the cultural differences of Los Angeles and New York where in, uh, the thing I lo- like, cause I'm from San Francisco. Like I lived in San Francisco. I didn't have a car. I you didn't had, need a you car. had
1: pretty good public transit. Yeah. You had, they have bart there. That's a great system. Like New yeah. York.
0: Not and, and like, we would never even use BART. Cause that was, that took you to the way out places. We were just on Muni or, you know, just walking. Oh, right. That's and, right. David. Yeah. And it's just, um, and then when I go to New York, I just feel so like, it's just a, yeah, it, it it does kind of overwhelm me, but what a pleasant relief just to be you know go. You know what? I'm taking the Q train. <laughs> just be like, boom, and it's it's not fun Wait, being the new, on the, the new one. They made a. Is that the new one?
1: They made a new one because uh, we did a uh a, a book signing uh, event uh, interview thing at the drama bookshop, which was a, a cool thing. And I was staying in the Upper East Side, and it's like, oh, I'm going to get there. They built a. A new stop like on 1st and 86th or 87th and it goes down at times square you just yeah. to have to do the thing of going on the east side and then take that shuttle across and oh, I'd get oh okay in that's the...
0: interesting see because i don't know new york that well but yeah i was staying in the upper east side so i was taking i was like the cafe that I was writing at every morning. Cause what do, what do I do when I go into another city? I do the exact same thing I do when I live in LA. It's just like, what are you going to do when you get there? Well, I'm going to write in the morning and then I'm going to meet some <laughs> friends and then I'm going to have some drinks at night and <laughs> just somewhere you know else. What? And that's enough. That, that sounds like a life to me. Yeah. It's like when I, I, I
1: retired from teaching, I stopped at, well, I'll tell you the pandemic just about killed me. Oh uh, uh, yeah. Yeah. The idea of teaching 10 year olds theater on zoom is mm. is every bit as frightening. Yeah, it was, it was, there was a, there was a, there was a, a you know, you have to, you can't read the room on zoom. There right. is no room. And, yeah. and, and there was, you know, I have all these The 26 kids in their little boxes and, you know talk about too much screen time with reading writing arithmetic. and then anyway so the the kids there and and then he was gone and then he was there and then he was gone and, then he was there, and, I, and I went Carlo are you are you on a trampoline he said yeah i'm sorry my bad it's like yes it's your bad hey, man give me like 20 minutes oh god he was out on a trampoline and they're eating and they're, they're
0: you know yeah. on their phones Oh, oh, the, the eating thing—the anyway, eating the the thing eating, is, so eating on I... Zoom meetings bugged me to death during um during COVID. I'm like, don't eat on a Zoom meeting. I don't want to see you eating on the other end of this. You know,
1: oh, I'm listening. It, I'm listening. I yeah, know you're yeah.
0: listening, but can you yeah. cover yeah. your mouth? Even Ooh, even oh, when sorry. it was a, yeah, even when it was a big meeting, they would have their video on. They'd be sitting there like eating, and I'm just like, oh, okay, note to self: never hang out with that person again. <laughs>
1: uh, it's 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 scary. It's scary. But what I was saying was when I I stopped and and I found I'm. It's like okay, I have one more adventure in my. What am I going to do? I'm done with thirty seven years. It was it was a it was a long time. Yeah, it was a long time. But but it's like I like puttering. I'll like walking around. The, oh, maybe I'll have coffee now. Maybe I'll tie
0: my shoes in a new way. Oh, what can I do? <laughs> on your days now. Oh, God. Huh? When you're out and about now? Yeah. Is that is that what you're saying? When yeah. You, I, yeah. After yeah. I just I just like to
1: putter. I'm, yeah. I'm enjoying puttering. As far as you you going on oh, the same thing when I'm in uh, New York as oh. when you're here. I'll meet some friends. I'll yeah it's,
0: yeah. Uh, I, and I've so. really tried to structure my life that way. And many years ago, which and, you know the back and, and I sometimes I get depressed about it because I'm like, wait, I didn't. You know, yes, I don't have a, you know, nice house in the hills, but I'm like, Tony, 20 years ago, you thought you were going to be a writer and writing during the day and sipping wine at a cafe at night in Paris. That was what I had in my head. I'm doing exactly that, except I'm in Los Angeles. What's my problem? And you (laughs) you can (laughs) can go to Paris online. You can Zoom with someone in Paris oh you're at a cafe me too but I'm gonna go I'm gonna go to, I'm I'm gonna go to Paris lake. I'm gonna go to Paris in spring and you know what I haven't been there in a while and it might irritate me even more than Los Angeles I might go there and go oh yeah I, I do love Paris but at the same time you know what eh, I like uh, hiking in LA who knows look everything is harder now than it was
1: so the fact of look I and everything else is gravy I can eat I have a roof over my head. I can yeah. talk to Tony DeChane. Well, look what life is. Life is good. And this book, people, people are uh, reading the book and liking it. There was, it's funny because you know, on on Amazon they have these niches, so it's like you can be, you know, the we're number seven in new releases of. Books about ducks, <laughs> or you know, we
0: we we got no to sell uh, duck
1: book. <laughs> a new duck I write the duck book now. I yeah, yeah. I want to be off. number
0: five on ducks. Well, it's <laughs> like
1: like on performing arts reference or acting and auditioning or movie. So, you know, there's these different things, so it's not, you know, we're number you're the number one book in the world. No, I'm number one in this little niche, but you know, we go up and down. And at one point, we were number two in between um, Sanford Meisner's book, and he's like this big, you know, acting god, and Uta Hagen. So it's like, hey, I'll take it. I'll take number two between Meisner and and
0: Uta Hagen. I love that. (laughs) It's so much fun. Have but, you has anyone uh, I I uh has anyone given you a bad review? A, uh, have you looked and seen one-star review and somebody that's just very upset? <laughs> no, I'm waiting. I'm waiting yeah. for that. But the thing is, it's fun. It's actually fun.
1: <laughs> so you see a review and it's like, "Oh my god, they said exactly what I would want them to say." And then it turns out, "Oh, it's a student of Jean Louise." And then it's like, "Oh, I want to <laughs> see just what what Johnny Everyman says. And there was this guy and he wrote a thing and he had a picture of himself holding the book. And he said, well, I'm not an actor, but I'm a public speaker and this has helped me. And I said, oh my God. I said, Jean-Louis, did you see this guy? He's just a regular guy. I said, yeah, I've been teaching him for two years. I was (laughs) like, oh God, is there anyone? And then this review appeared and it was from this woman in England. And it was as if I had written the re- review. What, this book has changed my life. It's like a textbook. I'm writing in the margins. And I'm seeing this and it's helped me with this. And then it told it, And it's like, oh my God. And I called him. I said, is this someone you know? He said, no, I don't. Know. Yay, we <laughs> got a real person who said incredible things about the book. So it was Isn't great. it
0: wonderful how just things do get out there and we don't even know where they're at? and it's just like it's kind of mind blowing well that's the thing the
1: once you launch it's and and the thing is i thought
0: we were done you know two years ago <laughs> and, and when you then... when you finish writing it right you're like okay cool I can I can get I can just get that out of my life oh uh, what's next I thought we were finished writing it and Jean-Louis said well wait did we not talk about
1: archetypes we have to." okay we'll put a thing about it oh you know what we need to do CGI so okay we did it. A... so we when we were started we were ready to get the it edited and and proofread and taken care of and it was 135 pages Well, now it's 285. Now, true, there's pictures and there's illustrations. And then there was a whole nightmare about the getting clearances. It took us so long to finish this book that they changed the fair use laws. So once we'd had it all checked out with a lawyer and yes, you can use this. Oh, it applies to the thing. You know, if it's an educational book, it's like, yes, you can use. The image because it's and they wrote it's connected because they're talking about this. So he said then he said, No, you have to go through and in the caption of each picture, you have to say how it's connected to what you're talking about. So he had to do that. Anyway, it was and then was, later on uh, that
0: wasn't necessary.
1: No, it was. Oh, that okay, was. okay. Okay. No, it had made made it le- Well, I think what happened is the studios, he said, hey. There's a pandemic. We're not making because they used to not care that much, and also right. we have a whole thing. Watch this movie. We talk, We're talking about a concept. Oh, here's a great example of someone doing this in a, in a character. And yeah. what does it do for the studios? Go rent the movie or go see the movie. It's it's pushing their movies. But they said, you know what? I think there's an income stream here for uh uh. Hey, you used a picture without uh, permission and clearance
0: and. Anyway, it was, uh, uh... rules, those rules. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do I I do the same thing where I got, you know, there's, there's, there's lovely scenes. I'd like to connect to some of my online lectures for uh, the students. And, but I gotta, I gotta shoot them over to YouTube. So you know, it's just because so no one goes. Oh, hey, you know, we were at Tony's class, and like you know, he put oceans of love in for us to see, and 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 all of a sudden I'm in handcuffs, and I'm in you know the Paramount (laughs) lot jail where they put us, and they you know.
1: (laughs) It's as I said, everything is harder than it is. I mean. I, yeah. I, I was a little auto accident and I rented a car and it's like, I had to scan a QR code to turn on the radio. I mean, I can't, there's too many things. What well, a friend of mine got a new car down the street and he, he was woken, awakened in the, in the middle of the night from his phone beeping, there was a message, you know, someone walked past your car. Yeah. yeah. It was me It's six o'clock. It's my car.
0: Do I need oh to. Oh my God. We don't need any of this technology. I, I'm ready. I'm ready to go back to the cars where they had the shift, uh, where it was manual, and the shift was behind the steering wheel. Let's go back there because those were easier to fix. <laughs> I, where where's the thing that I make the car go?
1: Do I sw- swipe something? Right. Do I wave it? <laughs> Is it seeing me? Well, listen, and and I understand it's a great way. If you want to learn more about something, scan this thing. I mean, it's on TV now, even the those right. QR codes. So I go to the, the museums and I like seeing, you see the art and then there's a little story, you know, well, when Picasso yeah. was doing this he, da, 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 and, and it's like, wait, where's the thing? It wasn't oh, there. It no. no. So I'm in a museum and I have to walk around looking at my phone to read about no, the thing.
0: No, I want. I can't do that. I'm out. I am out. Yeah, I was. Oh, I, I in spring. I was in New York, and so I took on the last day. I was um, I was there, and I had like two two meetings with friends. And I'm like, you know what? I it's you know I don't know how you, it's like sometimes when you just see too many people at once, and you just need a day to yourself. And I'm like, you know what? I got to, I got to take me on a date and that's it. And so I walked over to the, uh, to the uh, museum of modern art, which I've never been to before in New York. And I, it's just like, I'm like, oh do if I hate, you know, cause I'm easily irritable. I'm if I hate it, I'll walk out in 15 minutes. It doesn't matter. So I just walked in there. I was in there for four hours and I was just, and the time was like gone. And I, and I, I was like, this is the best museum experience I've ever had. And I'm like, I think it's the first time I've ever just gone to a museum alone. I've never done that before and it and all and all of a sudden I just realized I date myself very well. I'm good with me. It's you know, you know what? I get along pretty well with myself. Yeah, I'm hey, all right.
1: You want to sit You want to sit down on a bench just for 10 minutes? Well, I'm not really tired. Yeah, but yeah. I'm going to sit there anyway. I can look at that there's a
0: picture I can just look at
1: for a while.
0: <laughs> yeah, and just and just, and also just be so inspired by it, cuz it's just I just and and a lot of the inspiration is reading what's next to the to the uh to the to the painting. I don't know a ton about art and I'm just I'm like oh wait, I know that artist. Oh, oh. Well, there's wow. that thing
1: when you first walk into the exhibit and it's like this is what you're going to see, this is why it's important and cool. Yeah. But then I love the little thing when he did this, he was wondering when they sweat in boxing. How can I make it look like they're shiny and alive? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's the. But as you said, too many people. It's like parties. It's like when when you go somewhere, you know. Once there's more than six or seven people, then it's just oh hey, how you doing? A, right. You don't. You know. I, I don't, yeah i just i usually I just
0: know. hone in on the on one or two people in the corner of the room and i'll just be like are you the weirdo i'm the weirdo are you the weirdo we're both weirdos cool we'll to
1: here. Let's, not, <laughs> let's not talk to them also you go to parties i don't know if it's like this in the book world but there's always someone and you're talking to them and they're there and it's like uh, oh no. yeah
0: yeah like, i'm could, looking there <laughs> someone else here it's better for me to to i call well, it i call thing. it I call it eager. I I call it eager eyes. They're, they're eager. They're trying to eager, eager. eager. They're trying to look for the person that could, they're they're like, okay, yeah, (laughs) you're kind of like low mid-level career. What can I look for? That's better. You know, who, 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 getting you for a blurb right now is not in or hot. Let's see who else is here that uh, like, uh Yeah. And uh, my in my response well, these days is I can't do anything for you. Look, it, it may look like I can, but I can't because I can barely do it for myself. So you know you, Exactly, exactly.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Well, when I first came out here, what happened is I I realized my own uh, uh, mortality. My my father died young and I was working and living in Portsmouth, New Hampshire. I went This is the thing. I I jobbed out in New York to do a show at a theater there. And I went for the summer and I stayed for a decade. And it's like I ended up being like artist in residence at this this theater. And it's like, you know. Doing yeah. check off and now we're doing the musical, and now we're doing a comedy. Now we're doing new material, and I met I met my my wife there. Well, she wasn't my wife yet. I met her, then she became my wife. <laughs> wow, that's a beautiful <laughs>
0: ring. It looks like I gave it to you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, that was the thing. We got married in this park on the uh, next to the river, and and I called to reserve the. But could, you get it's free to to is it available on that day. Yeah, fine. We are penciled you in. Great. And we get what the guide neglected to tell me. It was the day of our wedding. Was the annual blessing of the fleet, and there were all there were hundreds of people there along the fence along the river watching the boats go by, all decorated. And and for weeks afterwards, people came up to me, straight Oh, I was there at your wedding. Lovely ceremony, <laughs> mussels. Talk. That was, it's wonderful. <laughs> how, how long have you been married? uh 43 years oh good job
0: good job
1: no very a very patient woman especially with my stories because i'll tell the same story over and over again and she'll hear me talking the phone calling someone and then this happened and then and i hear her in in the next room and she's saying the story at the same time verbatim (laughs) because once i you know once you
0: get the story and (laughs) then that's why he's so mean <laughs> <laughs> that is beautiful no that's uh, uh, the, the synchronicity of uh of yeah just working hard in a marriage and making it happen it's always it's always a pleasure because i'm divorced so i'm just like wait how did you do it you know how could someone do it it's it's a triumph uh, it's very it's good yeah
1: it is it's amazing to me no very very extraordinary it's extraordinary. Well, here's the. She still laughs. She still laughs. Sometimes I'll say something. She still laughs, and that's uh, look, comedy and compromise. I think that's the uh, that's yes. the
0: key to it. And banter. Yeah. I've learned. I'm, I'm learning as yeah. I'm dating again. Banter. If there's no banter, it's it's done. That's it. Cut off. <laughs> done. There's banter. If there's tit for tat, then we're good. So, <laughs> what's wrong? <laughs> Nothing.
1: Why are you so quiet? I'm. I don't have anything to say. Well, say yeah. something,
0: say yeah. something
1: clever. How about I kick
0: you in the shin? <laughs> How would that? What, 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 what will we get there? Police, well, you, you, please. Were about, you were talking about being at
1: uh parties and all, all the people, and it's too much. It's it, there's several things the animal work that we do in the book. I don't know if you were with. that's such a cool thing as far as creating a character based on an animal and watching the animal and then turning it into a, a person with those uh, those qualities the other thing is just observing and i'm sure as as a as a writer you know i used to go like to an airport's a great place to observe people disneyland is always a great place to observe people las vegas is a scary place to observe. yeah 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 the idea i'm like i'm like do
0: i really want to stay part of the human race at some of those places (laughs) (laughs) oh god yeah so Well, Scott, it was amazing talking to you. Thanks for being on the show. What a delight. listening to 92.9 FM KPCR LP Santa Cruz.